You're listening to Two Chunks and a Hunk. Movie musings for mostly everyone. Welcome to Two Chunks and a Hunk. My name is Jordan Wonders, and this week I'm, uh, you guessed it, a chunk. I'm Doge, and sorry, but you're hunked. And I'm Carter, and hey, Chunk Hole, felt good to see your kid, thanks to me. You grateful or what? Why is your ringtone so tacky? <laughs> What's wrong with it? How do I change it? Doge. Yeah, I thought you would never ask. When I saw you this morning... Pop up on this here Zoom call. Uh-huh. I had already yeah. assumed what I would later find to be true. Yeah. Why are you so hunky today? You had a hunky I, nature to you. Yeah, I feel like I'm imbued with a hunky power. glow. Yeah. I have a new signature drink I've been making myself. Okay. Uh, it's a good, it's an afternoon pick me up uh, okay. because uh, I don't know about you guys, but when I try to work after lunch, I'm very sleepy. I get that afternoon, that one o'clock, two o'clock sleepy slump. And this has been powering me through. And our drink begins, as all drinks do, in the past with a discontinued product called Coca-Cola Black, which was a coffee soda mm-hmm. that Coke made. They discontinued it. People weren't into it. They recently relaunched coffee and Coke. Like it's basically in like a tall boy. Oh, uh, uh, but it's a small tall boy. It's a proportionate tall boy, but a miniature tall boy, like a white claw. You know what I'm talking about? Yep. It's like a tall, skinny one, but not a tall, tall boy. Okay. This is very good. Let's talk more about can uh, shape. Yeah. Let's. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can get really into it. It's important that you understand the etymology of the sure, drink. Sure. Uh, my dad, on a whim, bought some of those for me and Jess one time. He was like, I, "This felt like something you'd like." And I said, first of all, yuck," uh, and second of all, "Sure, I'll try it." Hooked, absolutely hooked. I've been making it at home. I've been putting a Coke Zero and then just a little shot of decaf coffee in. You're making that face because this is what you do every time I describe a food or a drink. Well, why on decaf? This What's the point? Because I have decaf beans. I got to get rid of Coke Zero's got the caffeine in it. I got decaf beans. I need to. I need to drink through. If Coke Once Zero's got those. enough caffeine to get you going, you got to pump those numbers up, my friend. It's because I do two big boy cups first thing in the morning. And then once once my stimulant starts to wear off, I got to have something to juice me back up over sure. that 100% mm. level. Coffee and Coke Zero. Boys, I'm here to tell you that it's very good. All right, let's rate it. That sounds, <clears throat> that's kind of like European in root, is it not? I don't know. I know coffee's from Atlanta. Do you like having the bite? Atlanta. Is it nice to, does it, does it bring about some fun burps? It Honestly, doesn't the thing that it wow. the thing that it does is a little chocolatey. It gives me a little chocolatey, and I don't know where that's coming from. Huh. You know? Do you know what they call this drink in a lot of the midwestern parts of this country, like Middle America? Are you being real, or is this a joke? Uh, only one way to find out. What do they call it? The Mormon's nightmare. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> well, we should talk about a movie. <laughs> <laughs> what a strange, what a strange uh, beverage that now I can't get out of my brain. 
I I really want you guys to try it. I would for sure. I feel like I've had it's something really, like it. It's like yeah. Weird, I mean, I've really had it, honestly black. Yeah, honestly, if you can get the coffee cokes, the you know, with the fun can shape that we can go into a little bit more. Sure, yeah. Maybe like perhaps it's like uh, a tall boy, but not quite though. But, <laughs> but like a tall boy, it's like a growing boy. It's like a teenager. Like it's a lanky boy. boy. It's a lanky boy. Exactly. It's a string bean teen. Sure. Uh, get it. It's really good. Uh, don't get the mocha ones. Don't get the vanilla ones. Yeah, Just get the yeah. regular old, regular old coffee and Coca-Cola. And it's fantastic. Well, thank you for sharing your beverage choice with us, Doge. We are, instead of that, though, going to talk about mm. the second movie of our Choo Choo Chunks series. Uh, series all about trains and the wonders uh, held within. Uh, and the, the movie for this week is a, a little movie known as Train, Train to, to Busan. Busan. And uh, Doge, I need a synopsis so that we can talk about it. This week's synopsis is written by Official Synopsis. Very good. Train to Busan is a harrowing zombie horror thriller that follows a group of terrified passengers. Hmm? Said help me understand. Keep going. I'm going to try and keep up this theme. Okay, yeah. Train to Busan is a... 68, you're in a Don't stop this train. What do you do? Read the synopsis. It's a harrowing zombie horror thriller that follows a group of terrified passengers fighting their way. I'm waiting on music. There's no music. Through a countryside, countrywide viral outbreak while trapped on a suspicion-filled blood-drenched bullet train to Busan, a southern resort city. That's great. Yeah, that's a great. uh, A southern resort city that has managed to hold off the zombie hordes or so everyone hopes. Or so they hoped. I feel like I was promised a little... We promised a little music underneath that. And I was giving you space to develop themes and then they could play underneath while I was I was doing reading music. and you didn't well, it didn't last then I stopped. Well, I wanted more of it. It's fine. I did exactly what John didn't want me to do. Mm. And I just stopped the train altogether. Mm. 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 I apologize for that. I thought he did want you to I thought the whole point is that he does want the train to stop. I think that's the point of the song, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. When he's when he's like, don't know how else to say. Don't want to see, see this train not stop. Yeah, he's like, please stop it. When he's like, the train runs through the halls of my high school. Yeah. I want a train at the top of my train. Uh, I had never seen Train to Busan. My sister and brother-in-law have been trying for generations to get me to watch this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and just never, you know, just never got around to it. But uh, finally did this time. Yeah. For... Our podcast. And um, look, zombies are a little played out, a little tired between, mm-hmm. um, you know, The Walking Dead, I feel like did a lot of people in pretty good, but they were the the soup du jour for quite a while. Feels like all of the 2010s was yeah. like, yeah, let's do zombies. Have you guys heard of these guys? But <laughs> we kind of latch on to monsters, though, don't we? We do. There's like a vampire decade. We do. We're in a vampire season right now, I believe. It's really? Back. Yeah. I feel like it's not a vampire. I feel like it's like tending more toward folk creatures now. I mean, Midnight Mass and what we do in the shadows are huge. And yeah, that's true. I don't know. Maybe we're just in a free for all right now. But Morbid. I am in a. <laughs> oh, shoot. Yeah. I know you're right. I'm in a season of franchise fatigue, which we've talked about a little extensively on the podcast. I'm. I am. I have been disappointed by series that I love very much. 
And I am valuing freshness more than any other element of a movie mm. currently. Yeah. So when I watched Train to Busan last night, a movie about zombies, maybe the freshest way to present zombies that I have seen in a long time. Isn't it funny how just making them fast... Man, making, making them fast them is a big difference. Making zombies fast makes them a different thing. But let, yeah, let me say this too. Terrifying. And, you know, we're treading dangerous waters, ta- busting down the doors of conversation this early, but... We scream at the top of our lungs, you know? Smart, smart I characters. I found out there's no such thing as a train. <laughs> They're a not train. real. They're not even real. The smart characters, for the most part, dealing with fast zombies makes for a thrilling yes. watch. Yeah. And I yeah. I was expecting it to be good because I've heard the buzz, but um, there is so much here that is so excellent. Yeah. I, I, is, I left really impressed. This is another one that I think is going to fall into that Snowpiercer vibe for us as far as our discussion goes. Sure. Which I guess, by the way, don't ever get on a train because you will have to fight your way from the back of the train to the front of the train. Yeah, sure. Movies. But- uh, where it's like so much is so cool and it is so elemental that there is, it's hard for me to think about like, huh, where do we start our conversation? Because it would inevitably start if we were not recording with, do you remember the one time they did, they killed that one zombie in that way? Yeah, that so was cool. I think in to honor the spirit of the movie, I think the discussion simply has to start with, do y'all remember that one scene where everybody tapes up, weapons up, and charges a horde of zombies waiting in a Uh-oh. train car. Uh-oh, that's my super pump. It's so <laughs> sick. Uh-oh, that's yeah. my super pump because that's the coolest <laughs> thing I've ever so seen in my life. sick. <laughs> it's awesome. Oh my gosh, it's so cool. Like, I think Callie and I just did the wide-eyed, wide-mouthed look back and forth at each other about a yep. dozen times watching. Like, we were just like, yep. no that's way. so cool. <laughs> yeah. Talk about, it's your super fun. Talk about it. To me, it's, I mean, I don't know. There's, what do you say other than this is like one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Yeah. Like the like tracking shot of them charging through the zombies yeah, yeah. and like, I don't know, man. Like I, I really, really enjoy that this was a zombie movie that wasn't necessarily a horror movie. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like this is zombie like action, like yeah. zombie thriller where it's. I'd say drama like, too. Right, but it doesn't really feel like folks are, or the audience is supposed to be, terrified of the zombies. Yeah, right, yeah. Because I think that's a little like, I don't know, maybe this goes back to what you're saying about smart people, but never once was anybody like bitten and tried to hide it. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. Never once was anybody like, no, I think I can reach, I think they're still in there somewhere. I can help them. You know what I mean? Everybody's like, nope, they're they're trying to kill us, we'll kill them back. Yeah. Yeah. No, and, and I, I think this this scene to me is just the encapsulation of that. Of just like this is what kind of movie this is. This is not going to be the like milking it for soap operatic drama. Right. There there is a so there there's an element of at the beginning when everything starts, I appreciated that it wasn't like this instant bloodbath because I mean, if the the passengers are still people that would be having to kill people that they were just sharing a train with a few minutes ago. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. it wasn't just instantly like start chopping off heads and let's get gory and all that stuff. But so there's a scene in Alien versus Predator, which is not a great movie, but it's a fun movie. <laughs> there's a scene in Alien versus Predator. Spoilers for a 
<clears throat> like 15-year-old movie, I guess. But uh, the main character is handed a s- spear and shield, and the shield is the hollowed-out head of a xenomorph, and the spear is the, I think, tail or like claw of a xenomorph attached to a spear, yeah. a stick. And it's she is handed cool. these things by the predator that has decided we're working together now to fight the xenomorphs. And it is so stupid and unbelievably cool. Yeah, that's really cool. That is the heart and soul of this movie, but somehow less stupid. Like, yeah. Yeah. this is just a movie that's like, what if it was awesome and also... Several times made you go, oh, that's really smart, actually. Oh, that's really <laughs> smart, actually. Yeah. For instance, I said out loud, oh, yeah, cover the door so the zombies can't see you. And then they did it. And I yeah. love when a movie thinks differently than other zombie movies, you know, especially in a saturated yeah. genre like zombies. Yeah. When a movie is willing to say, if we just cover the door, they don't know to be aggressive towards us anymore. Exactly. Oh, it worked. It's so cool. Yeah, it already, it walks in with a clear awareness of the people watching this movie have likely seen a zombie movie before. Yeah, right. It feels like a and zombie movie for people who are tired of zombie movies. Yeah, the word time. zombie was said once in this movie. Only in a mm. headline, as far yeah. as I could tell. Yeah, only once. And I love that kind of stuff. I love that most of the reason, like most of the quote-unquote conversations on how we navigate these zombies is not really ever spoken. Right. It's just yeah. like moments of being like, you saw that, right? Yeah. Looking up the map for the train. Tunnel's coming. It, There'll be another one in two minutes. That, so when oh, we have that stressful oh, moment where they're so looking cool. for him, when this zombie is getting really close, you're okay, come on, Tunnel. Surely yeah, it's been, dude. It's been two minutes, right? Come on, Tunnel. Yeah. Come on. When he looked on the map to see, to map out like how long they would have in these tunnels, how fast they were going, I looked at Callie and I said, I love this movie. I love this yeah. movie. Yeah. Because these characters are so smart. The way they handle this. And when I referred to him exclusively as either Gilgamesh or Big Blue the whole time we were watching, <laughs> um, who, by the way, I'll talk about him again in just a little bit, but I- His name is Sunkwa. I adore movie. this man as an yeah. actor and a character so well-written and so likable. Yeah. Um, but when, when he is bitten, he's not like, I can make it. I'm different. He just says- Okay, well, if I'm going out, I'm going out swinging. And when he picks up the other zombie in front of (laughs) him and like battering rams the rest of them back with a zombie. And you can tell he's even strong enough. He has the willpower to like fight becoming a zombie too. Right. His eyes have already changed, but he's still holding them all the way up until they just break him basically. Yeah. I, I, I was so impressed. It did. have, Have either of you seen Old Boy? No, no. So old boy, the first time I watched it, it is, it's a, it's also a Korean movie and I, it's like a, thr- a thriller drama type action thing. And um, when it finished, I just remember thinking like, man, I wonder if it's just a theme in Korean cinema to pull no punches. Like <laughs> abs- old boy is a, an emotionally devastating movie to watch. Like it's yeah. so cool, but by the end you're like, I can't handle a twist again. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. And this movie similarly is merciless. Yeah. I mean, we're watching this zombie movie and Callie is like bawling on the couch next to me by the end of this movie. Yeah. This is an oh, emotionally yeah. her, like devastating Like her saying goodbye journey. to her dad Ooh. is 
off. This might yeah. be the best child actor I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, she's, she's phenomenal. She is really good. Outrageous. Like I don't. Yeah. I'm not sure if the, if this movie touched American Oscars. I don't know if there's a Korean version of the Oscars. I think there is some sort of like like Korean film award. There is. Thing. Yeah, a lot of a, this movie got a lot of nominations for that. This stuff. little girl should have been nominated for something if she yeah, was. She was great. I, even was before really the great. crying scene. She's really, really good for such a young kid. But that yeah. crying scene, there are adult actors that couldn't pull off anguish like that. No. Ugh. That is I found myself just hoping that they, I, I didn't want to know how they got her there. I was like, please, what awful thing did you tell this kid? Yeah. I just wanted oh, her to actually yeah, be right. professionally really good at that. That's what I hope And not was. be like, oh, Suan, why don't you just remember when blank? Yeah, we like, strangled oh, your dog do right before this you take. Here we go, ready? Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I hope that's not what happened. I hope she's just a yeah. baller. <laughs> she's just like, yeah, I got it. No problem. Yeah. I'll cry. I'll pretend my dad's going away forever. No problem. So, I got it. I'm, I'll super dump. I'll do it. Oh. Um, I, for a movie about which I loved so much, could not stand the over-the-top Gotham City evil of our, like, antagonist character. Yeah, that dude. <clears throat> that dude deserves to be delivered justice by Batman. That is an that is a comic book <laughs> villain. Yeah, so evil yeah. is this man, and I I understand. There's like a subtle there's a subtle class warfare thing going on sure, in this yeah. movie, and by subtle I mean about as subtle as a semi truck driving through your window it's, of your house. I mean that's the thing is like this is about as subtle <clears throat> and about as stark. As Snowpiercer yeah, right. last week. It doesn't, it, just like, it doesn't offend my sensibilities no that it's not yeah. subtle at all. But I understand that he is supposed to represent the rich, the bourgeois, the sen- mm-hmm. the the, um, the insensitive, whatever you want to Yon-suk. call it. Yansuk. Hey, real quick, is bougie short for bourgeois? Yes. Is this a is this a connection I'm just now making live on the podcast? Yes. I think so. Yeah, seems How like, have I never noticed seems that? Like it. I'm not sure. Huh. There's not well, too many words that start with Because you've told me bouge. before that you've always thought it was huh. pronounced Borges. I know, yeah. Bourgeois. It was like, I thought it was Burgess. And I was like, that's weird. Burgess. But, huh, I don't know. Bougie. And cool means good? I'm learning so much about humans. <laughs> yeah, cool, cool. I thought it meant like Cool cold, is nice, like not warm. But hot is also good. Uh-huh. You know, it's, there's a, English is strange. And sick is also good. Sick is good. Sick is good. Bad is good. Bad, bad, bad means good. Nasty is good. Whoa, what doesn't mean good? Bad. No, it yeah. does mean good sometimes. No, it does mean good. Gross. I can make it work. I can make it be good. Okay. Yeah. Huh. I, Kim Yu Sung, that is our that is our evil, over-the-top evil boy. I just think it's the worst thing about the movie. It, it's so- It's a little cheese rid- ball, yeah. Ridiculous. Especially, yeah. yeah. By the time he's like pushing people into zombies to get away, I was just like, come on, dude. Yeah, mm-hmm. his, his turn into like just outright- Decom villain. Yeah, that's what I'm You're saying. Just dude. a cartoon terrible person. Like if he if he Joker laughed and soliloquied, I would be like, yeah, that fits. <laughs> he finds a for some reason he he finds like where they have all the pets, so he just starts throwing puppies at the zombies. That's what like, it feels like. Yeah, yeah. he's awful. <laughs> that's what it feels like. That this man- my my super dump. Yeah, does fall on the relentlessness of this movie, not as a whole, but there is a specific scene. So one of our two sisters, we had an old yes. uh, couple of sisters. Yeah. Uh, one of our two, the first one to go, this was Su Jung Yi, plays Ing Gil, who is this uh, kind of protecting her sister, but 
we have the really intense scene of they're not being let in. So they're not, which, yeah. which is brilliant. Uh, our bad guy, who's absolutely cartoon crazy, is just like, no, 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 they're infected. He's basically just decided, he's so fatigued with trying to decide who's yeah. good. He's, it's, it's just all bad. He's like, mm-hmm. everyone in this car is the only good. Mm-hmm. And, you know, coming right off of Snowpiercer, there is some class system stuff that is not nearly as blatant as in Snowpiercer, but it's definitely here in Train to Busan. Anyways, yeah, we finally get everybody through. And in my mind, uh, this lady can come in. She could come into the car, but she looks yeah, at the camera. Sure why she doesn't. And yeah. slow-mo says no. And just, and, and it's like, there's already so much anguish because we did just lose Gilgamesh. Like he, he yeah. just died like a minute ago. Yeah. And we had that big scene for him to hold everybody back and just for her to be like, I'm too tired. Yeah. I don't want to come. And I was just like, that's, oh, that's too much. She doesn't need to mm-hmm. go yet. Even for the fact that, I mean, maybe because then her sister opens up the, she's like, Duh. she's like, why did you do that? She's yeah. kind of asking the same things we are, opens up that door, but still we don't get the answer as to why she just like, I don't know. It was, it felt like, it was the only time the drama felt over dramatized yeah, because everything yeah. else worked, but this didn't because it made no sense. So to me. can I tell so you how I read it? And uh, by the way, I didn't like it even with my read on it. So I'm not saying that this justifies yeah. it. But can I can I tell you how I read it? Mm-hmm. I think that scene is just a metaphor. If I had to guess based on the messaging of the not so subtle class warfare commentary, my guess is maybe <clears throat> this is a commentary on older generations expecting the ship to go down with them sometimes just i'm just saying based on the viewpoint of the director from the rest of this movie my guess is this was some sort of commentary on older people <laughs> whether it's a political conversation of older voters voting in their own interest versus the interest of younger mm-hmm. i don't know it just felt like the idea was like well the only person i care about is gone so i'm just going to take everybody down with me yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I'm, door, I'm, opens the door. Yeah, I'm okay with with that point. I'm fine with her opening the door. Sure. <clears throat> Excuse me. You get emotional. Wow. Yeah. Really choked up about <laughs> really, this. Really, really. Carter me. loves trains. So, guys, like, it's oh, my, we've just Carter, been waiting like, to talk about this, but this is the reason we started this podcast was to talk <sighs> about trains. The Carter's first true love. Finally, is trains. finally here. I am okay with her opening the door and killing everybody. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's okay. It's too emotional. It's okay, Carter. It's not your fault. Can we bring in a pad here? It's not your fault. Carter. <coughs> it's not your fault. Trains are for everyone. I love that take. That includes you. I am okay with the sister who opens the door and just watches the world burn. Sure. <clears throat> my super dump, though, is still... I just want to make sure that it's clear oh, I that don't, what happens before is my super dump. I don't like yeah. it from a plot perspective at all. That's a ham-fisted okay. metaphor for out of I nowhere really, for old people. To can just I kill a tell you what I thought was going to happen? Sure. I thought she was going to move toward the door, and then the mob of living humans in the train car with her were going to attack her as if they were zombies. Because they thought brilliant. she was going to open the door? Right. Yes, that's right. what I and thought. Maybe even like, kill her. Yes, that's right. what I thought was that's going to happen. That's what I happen. thought. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. And then we were going to get like a people are the real villains kind of a situation. Yeah, the same amount of veracity we, on we both sides. We are the walking dead. Yeah. Man, the first Almost, couple seasons of that were so groundbreaking hey, and cool. Seasons one through three, top But tier. then do you remember when season four was like, what if we just did three again? <laughs> yeah. 
Dang, I used to watch that every week. Like well, I, that was like a prison? standing appointment. Yeah. I thought season three was when they were at the CDC for the whole time. No, season one was the CDC for the whole time. No, they were trying season to get two, to the CDC in season Trying one. to get to the CDC. Season two was they left, the, the CDC blows up at the end of season one. Oh, okay. Season two, they go to Herschel's farm yeah, all yeah, the time. Yeah. And season three is in the prison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Those are season. great. And that's when we got excellent. Michael Rooker. Yes, excellent television. Yeah, and I love seasons it. four it's through one hundred kind of were the same <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah, dude, over and over it was <laughs> a little bit too much. Oh my goodness, it's still not I'm, done. Like they're about to air the series finale. Wait, in are like you a serious? Couple of weeks. Yeah, it's yeah, not over. They, it's not over. They're airing the series finale in a couple of weeks and launching a couple new spinoff shows. There's already a, one or two spinoff shows. Hey, I'm gonna it's, I'm gonna say right now. So. I, I, I'll super pump in just a minute. I mean, it, it's Train to Busan. It's an action zombie flick with some political overtones. It's really, really good. Uh, our discussion is going to be this about the same as it was with Snowpiercer, which is just like, cool metaphor, great action, love this movie, go see it. But if you're it's looking- It's like trying to do an episode over John Wick or something. Right, where it's right. Like, do you remember when he did this? That was cool. If you're looking for more good zombie content, first of all, if you haven't played The Last of Us, it's a very similar infection take to- this the uh, when they're in the tunnel yep. and throwing stuff to distract them that really felt like clickers to yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. So I mean, if you haven't played those, I don't have to tell you. Everybody talks about those, but the Walking Dead Telltale games are really, yeah. really good. They are. They're you know same universe, completely separate <clears throat> set of characters for the most part. There is some crossover, but I think if you're into Zombies and character-driven storytelling, they're really great games, and you should check them out. Can I? 90% sure they're available on the App Store. <clears throat> uh, yeah, I think phone. you can play it on your phone. I think you're right. Um, can I super pump? Mm-hmm. My super pump for this movie is uh, who I refer to as Big Blue, Gilgamesh. I'm, I'm not sure. It uh, looks like uh, Ma Dong Seok. And yep. my guy is so charming, so... Um, Likeable, so intensely yeah. likable, and I then, think that's him as an actor. I think so too, honestly, because he shows up with that same kind of magnetic in charisma in eternal. I completely agree, but yeah, big time. When he pops that jacket off, I was like, "Oh yeah, I forgot, dude's huge, <laughs> dude's enormous, dude's his arms dude's are absolutely massive. His arms look like my thighs, and <laughs> he carries. I mean, the middle part of this movie." is squarely on this man's shoulders. He he quite literally puts this movie on his back and carries it both charisma-wise and action-wise. He yeah, is yep. the without him this movie is a 6. When he's trying to run to get on the train and they give us his viewpoint first and his eyes get big and he starts uh-huh. doing kind of a wide take and we're like, "Why did he do that?" Mhm. Oh. And so he picks up the baton and the shield to take out zombies coming right at him. Cool. (laughs) Goodness me. There is something so um, intensely sad to me anytime you see a movie where a very strong person is sacrificing themselves for other people and asks everybody to back away because they're tired now. Mm -hmm. When he's holding the door and he's like, you gotta leave, man. I'm tired. Like, I've been fighting all day. I'm about to drop. It's so Hodor, good, man. man I just yeah. think that he is awesome. He's just like, hold the door. <laughs> I don't. He is. I awesome. pretend that show doesn't exist. But yeah. Something that was almost. We. I think it's funny because we do Snowpiercer and we're like talking about the world of 
train movies. That's the whole point of the series. But then we do get into zombies, and it is this massive amount. And something that I noticed in terms of what makes a good zombie flick for me, and it was almost my super pump, and I'm going to call it our first zombie. Yes. So there's almost always a singular reveal. Mm -hmm. Either somebody turning or getting a first glimpse as to what are the capabilities of and what is the overall vibe of these zombies. Because the interesting thing about a zombie horde in any movie is unless you're watching some kind of uh, Zack Snyder Vegas heist movie, the zombies really don't have a class system. Um, They're just all the same. And we need to have all of them be the same level of threat. Our first zombie... Her name was called, she was called Runaway Girl. And it, she ends up on the train mm-hmm. very early. Yeah. yeah. And we see her turn. And it almost was like we decided from the start, like we need, you need to have at least two or three years of a career of contortion, being a contortionist. Uh, dude, yeah. I feel like they hired break dancers to play a lot of these zombies. Dancers, yeah. What a, and they I also think sped it, the footage yeah, up a little it was, bit. It looked like it was yeah. about two times speed a lot of the times. It was almost my super pump because what a, what a smart play. Mm-hmm. Because I think sometimes, and it's funny, zombies can be, I mean, they are literally brainless, if you, you know, sure in description. But they can be kind of thrown to the side and it is so much about the people trying to survive. But I think the moment we saw our first zombie here, oh, these are and cool. just kind of like how gruesome it was to see the change, yeah, dude, and how practical it was. Yeah, it's just mostly practical effects. Yep, was was a pretty brilliant intro and a great payoff from there. Everybody yep. who got turned did a really good job of being I, of being a zombie. I have to imagine yeah. that the budget for this wasn't particularly high because the CG looks really bad. It's used sparingly, so it doesn't offend me. But this is like Snowpiercer. Yeah, the CG looks really bad. But this movie absolutely reeks of money-saving decisions that forced them to be incredibly creative. Right. So we end up with a lot of really, really interesting concepts that had they had the budget to do whatever they wanted, I don't know that we would have ended up with. Is this a Star Wars thing? That's exactly what I was thinking. Isn't that crazy? Even on that scale. Had to sort of redefine uh, or at least uh, kind of relitigate what it looks like to play in an established sandbox. Just because of low budget. Just because of low budget and DIY attitude. Low budget makes a lot of good movies. It does. Yeah, It does. A lot of really, really good movies. Yeah. But yeah, first zombie was wonderful. Agreed. She was great. I could not find her. I I was watching on Prime Video. Mm-hmm. And so it let me. It showed her there, but I can't find her again on IMDb. I'd have to pull up the her actual name because sure. I do want to give her credit. But yeah, killed it. Yeah, no, she was awesome. So good. The other so thing fun. that's so good is making sweet, sweet cashola, and it's time to do that right now with shout announcements. Welcome to shout announcements. It's the part of the show where we give shout outs and also. Make announcements. Shout out to our Discord. It is hmm. popping off. Movie discussion. Not as always. Not Datcord. Not Datcord. It's just this, this one. one. Popping off. Movie discussion. TV show discussion. Music discussion. Sports discussion. Box office ball. I mean, box office ball. The list goes on and on. If you're not in there, what are you doing? Jump on Patreon. Yeah, box, get in Discord. Box office ball season three locked in. Uh, we do have some. Uh, I do believe Chunktober's coming back this year. 
Oh, it has to. So there's going to be an opportunity not too far away. Something happens on the calendar where when August hits, it's Christmas. Like something happens yeah, right. uh, about the mm. latter half of the year that speeds things up, train-like even. Yeah. And uh, our final episode— I'm always, I'm always just like, stop this train, stop this train. In the choo-choo, choo-choo, huh? choo-choo hunk series, the final huh? episode what will is be— it? No, that's not— Choo-choo hunk? Choo-choo chunks. There it is. Yeah. Choo-choo chunks series is bullet train. Yes. Uh, It's going to be interesting to see what happens when we throw all these A-listers in there. Yeah. And have a big budget. Will it make it it better or worse? Brian Tyler Henry, Aaron Taylor Johnson, and Brad Pitt is all you had to say to me. Can I tell you what it looks like we're going to get in A again? It mm-hmm. looks like maybe again we're going to get fight from the back of the train to the front of the train. Please. I think the only way to do a train movie scientifically. Listen. There is an uh, art form known as the hallway fight scene. And that's all mm-hmm. train movies are. What's a train if not a hallway on a wheels? a long hallway, uh, baby. Real quick. Season one of Daredevil. Oh, yeah. Is one of the best hallway fight scenes I've ever seen in my life. Well, that's like a train that's not moving. So. It's not a train moving. So we don't really are. We're not as interested in that. Here's an announcement for you all, and you're hearing it here first on our podcast. TikTok is dead. Long live it's TikTok. Officially, it's officially over. They said you can't do TikTok anymore because three old guys with a podcast got on it, and they made one for their podcast. And it's dead now because our old millennial selves have decided that this is a great platform for us to be on. I've recently found out that it is <laughs> chuggy for a, I believe is the word, for huh, a millennial okay. to pretend that we're old. Well, mm. like it's like played For, out and, and lame to be like, we're old it's now because we're almost 30. Like chugi? I'm pretty yeah. sure chugi is the thing that Gen Zers say to millennials that's like are still being millennials. Well, here we are being chugi. And if you want to get chugi with it, then join us on TikTok. <laughs> my favorite Will Smith song, if I'm being honest we'll be there. with you. Please don't forget to rate and review this podcast. Much like it's known to make any good train movie, you have to fight from the back to the front. To yeah. support any good podcast, you have to rate and review it. It's you just do. simple. It's the simple things that it's honestly, make for a better story. It's honestly so not chuggy if you rate and review our podcast. You just, you just planted an idea, like a thought in my head that I'm going to plant a seed for here. We'll continue it after all the advertisements Ooh. Ooh. when we get back to the regular episode. It goes a little something like this. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So here's the thought you planted in my head during shout announcements, Carter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anytime there are certain things in movies that 
if somebody says it, does it, acknowledges it, or it starts to happen, I'm like, oh, here we go, man. Anytime it's like a, a shot of characters and they're all looking down a hallway and then it's like, let's strap up and let's gear up. And I yeah. know that they're about to go fight through about five train cars. I'm just like, oh, oh, pump me up. Oh, yeah. oh, pump me up. Oh. You know what I mean? It's the same thing mm-hmm. as like Avengers Infinity War when the train drive another train, when the train drives by and you see the flash of Cap's suit through the gaps in the train and you're just like, your brain melts a little bit because you're yeah. so heavily anticipating the coolness that you're about to witness. Right. Yeah. This movie has that in spades, man. There were so many moments where I was like, I know what's 100%. about to happen. Yes. And then it going did. down the escalator. Uh-huh. You're basically yes. just being on this fed. It was like 7-Eleven in, in like real form. Like it's just with humans on it. Just <laughs> rolling it to. As soon as it revealed that like SWAT and military had become zombies. So now we got zombies in riot gear. It's like, yeah. oh, nope. no. Oh, no. That's the worst kind of zombie. And I actually, you know what? If we're going to, you know, it's a common thing for zombie movies to have um, tiers of infection, right? So, like, a a more heavily infected zombie or something that's stronger. I actually really like the concept of, no, this zombie's just stronger because the body was an athlete. The person was stronger. And he's in SWAT gear. So, he's just harder to kill. I think that's really interesting. Mm -hmm. Types of Uh, zombies. Uh, that's going to be my super dump for this movie. Ooh. Because we promised animal zombies at the beginning oh, yeah. with the zombie deer. Mm. And I super duper thought we were going to get off the train at one of these stations and then be like a herd of squirrels. zombie deer or something. Ooh. Like some like a herd of zombie, zombie squirrels animals. Is, yeah. Yes, yeah, squambies. Cannot defend. You cannot defend against. Squambies, is that what I, you just said? Squambies. Yeah, I did say squambies. Yeah, or zurls. I don't know. It didn't bug me that much. I didn't get to the end of the movie and go, well, now I don't like it because there was no more deer. It's a bad movie. (laughs) Yeah. No, I think that like, I don't know. (laughs) I would have loved something like that too. That's just another way to differentiate this movie. Uh, I I feel like the main thing that that we take to distinguish this movie from other things is that it really feels like this movie, more so than other zombie movies, acknowledges that the characters in the movie and the people watching the movie have all seen zombie movies. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like there is not ever, it's just the freshness that you were talking about, Jordan. There's not ever a point where the movie has to be like, all right, viewer, now here's what happens. This is a zombie and they're technically dead, but they're going to try to keep biting people. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. It's just so economical with the information. I like the way that they showed the transformation with um, our our main character with dad, uh, with his mom on the phone. Yeah. That she gets aggressive gets a, yeah. at the end of the call. And it's like, oh, okay. It kind of yep. gives you a, an insight of like, oh, she's not done turning, but she's getting heated, like angry. Yeah. It's yeah. it's yeah. very interesting. I don't know, man. I thought this movie did quite a bit of show, don't tell in some really fun ways. I thought this movie, mm-hmm. the cinematography is cool. We're almost entirely yeah. daylight. Like, yeah. Yep. This isn't a dark, scary, shambly zombie movie. This is a zombie action horror movie. Like, exactly. I don't know. Yeah. It just works. I feel like we don't get action horror. Like, not a ever. lot. I think it, it pulled off action horror. And one of my favorite things about this movie, another almost super pump, and a lot of these things are connected, uh, was no guns. Yeah. Yeah. And 
sometimes it's like, well, that's re- like, boy, did they have to bend the rules to just not have guns in this movie. It's like in a Fast and Furious movie where you're like, why are you fighting with your hands? Why are you fighting with your cars? Be- be- oh, it's because, because it's what men do and it's about Why are honor. you swinging a wrench at Jason Statham before you stomp a garage in half? Yeah, because the streets, the streets fight, fight back. back. Yeah, that's why. But- because to have the coolest this. movie I've ever seen. <laughs> no one, no one, no one looks to reach for one. Even when we have people with riot gear around, no one's thinking like, oh, "I better get a gun." I think the They're only time like, we see to- one is the military at the very end in Busan. Yep. Yeah. Um, and so Choi Woo Sik, who was in Parasite, mm-hmm. he was one of our family members, and he's yeah. our 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 main yeah. baseball. He's boy. our baseball, baseball boy. boy. Yep. I also loved that vibe that we happened to have a couple train cars full of baseball bats. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah. And so that also made me think very much like warriors from like the 80s. Yeah. Like to just have factions of people that fight a certain way or look a certain way. And I'm glad they did that. And I think it was fine that they didn't lean into just being like, well, these are the wealthy. Because outside of the baseball players, you cannot really tell the difference. Uh, So we've got the baseball players. We've got what feels like businessy people. And they don't even look any different than the main antagonist who's elite it felt like yeah. economically. And then we have the homeless man. But it's like outside of that, there wasn't too much differentiating between the people. And I, I actually really enjoyed that too. Yeah, no, I did. My super mm-hmm. pump is Ooh. when there are guns and it is the return to Su- Suan yeah. singing the song. Yeah. And singing that's, what, so kept, that's yeah. what kept them from shooting did her. Did you know this ending well, is controversial and a lot of people don't like it? Why? Why? I don't know, dude. Uh, uh, the only reasoning I ever saw was the whole movie was about getting her to her mom and we never get to see her get to her mom, but that's not what the whole movie's about. Like, no, it's we don't care about mom. We haven't ever met her before. Why would she be the saving grace? I don't know. I think the ending's brilliant. Car- Sorry, Carter. I just yeah. I wanted to point that out. Continue. Yeah, just to hear that voice echoing through. And the acting here is... yeah. To sing through those tears. She's good, man. And she's singing for her dad, who she said that's why she couldn't sing in the first place in the video recording that he sees before. Like Ooh. that, the, it, they basically tied a bow on the drama of, yeah. of Train to Busan in a perfect way, I thought. I thought it was just so brilliant. And it was like, man, we just barely have more train survivors than Snowpiercer in this movie. <laughs> two, three, basically three, depending on your stances, maybe two and a half train survivors in this movie when we only had two on Snowpiercer. Sure. And I was like, is that just the rules? I'm, now I'm definitely locked into <laughs> how many people are going to survive the bullet train. Oh, yeah. Because maybe we're moving up. Maybe there'll be three. Maybe there'll be My four. guess is that we'll yeah. have three or four survivors. Of three the bullet. Maybe, one, also, maybe also I'll never get on a train because statistically I'm not going to make it off the train. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, this this movie made me want to go hard into just doing international film. Oh, fest, dude, two chunks style, hundred yeah. percent. Yep, like Korean filmmaking is phenomenal. Like as, essentially, it almost. I mean, you could say, in some literal sense, that Snowpiercer is oh for sure <laughs> Korean filmmaking. Oh, yeah. You know, dude, it's yeah. just like I've been I've been super impressed with almost every Korean film I've ever seen. Um, I believe it's. Sweden, wherever Mads Mikkelsen is from, Sweden, right? Swedish, mm-hmm. Swedish filmmaking. The Hunt, starring Mads Mikkelsen, if you've never seen it, Ooh. is maybe one of the best thrillers I've ever seen, ever. Oh, I need. It's to see unbelievably good. So, so, for, for foreign films tend to have 
less darlings than Hollywood, than American Hollywood films. And so there's a mm-hmm. lot less um, sacred cows in their movies. There's a lot less... Unless it's Bollywood. Sure. Which is just the absolute extreme. Yeah, which is just... But RRR is yeah. getting so much heat right now, and I really want to see that. Yeah. Like, my point is, I think that it is very easy for me to put a lot of, like, foreign language films on the back burner and go, like, I'll get, I'll get to it, I'll get to it, I'll get to it. And then every time I watch one, the freshness and the... It's so unhomogenous with everything coming out of America... And yeah. you know, it's not like I'm always exhausted with American Dude. film. I just, it's so good. Me thinks me am hearing whispers of Two Chunks World Tour. Ooh, yeah, we're going international, maybe. Two Chunks Summer Vacation next year. If we want to take a break from Summer of Love, interesting. I never want to take a break from Summer of Love. I never I want understand. to take a break from Summer of Love. We should just do Two Chunks Abroad. Yeah, let's just do series. a semester abroad. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. More like Buddy Abroad. Troll Hunter is a foreign film. Eh? Yeah, that's my hey, favorite. Guess one. what? Love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fun. It's so fun. If you've seen Dark on Netflix, it's great. Oh, I haven't uh, seen Dark. That's German. Money yeah. Heist is from Spain. It's wonderful. Money. Now Heist we're just naming things with subtitles, which is fine with me. No. Uh, Star Wars Episode Two. I was about to say Avatar Two: The Way of Water is coming out soon. That is not only non-American; it is non-terrestrial. Now, Carter, I was promised. I was promised Navi. that you had a little spice for our back half of the episode. I do have a little bit of spice. Would you like to play Chew again? Would you like to play some Chew? The spice uh, must flow because the, this train series. There is the beauty of the simplicity of our setting being just a metal hallway. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when you have something like that, you don't really get to travel much in terms of. Uh, the minutes of each podcast episode. So I have uh, developed a game, adapted a game. It's much like pig or horse that you would play on the playground, or maybe you still play today, mm. uh, in which uh, whoever if you go to a lot of pig head, whoever misses some of this trivia that I've put together for these boys, uh, they gain a letter. So whoever spells chew C H O O first loses. Let's play chew Love it. for train to Busan. We begin. By simply asking, what is the kill count for Train to Busan that we see on screen? Now, there's a lot alluded to. I'm going to tell you actually what we see on screen. Are we counting zombie deaths as well? Okay. 21. Man. Oh, I don't know. Is this like Jolf? Should we mute? Should we mute while we guess? You can. I mean, I guess it doesn't matter now for this question, I guess. Yeah, you heard yeah, me. I think I'm going to go significantly higher than you, so it doesn't really matter, but I think I'm going to go with like 39. 167. <laughs> so a little bit. I higher, honestly think we higher. should both get a letter for that because yeah. we're both no, really pretty No, no, no. Doge gets a, Doge gets a cheeky C. A cheeky C. It's a bit cheeky, um, isn't it? That boy's cheeky. got a little bit of a cheeky scene. That is a bit it? cheeky, isn't it? Our next question will take us to the box office. Mm. And we're doing this in American dollars. Mm. The currency of me. I don't know the what currency the Korean currency is, I just realized. How much money domestically in the U.S. Ooh. did Train to Busan make? Whoever decides to go first, the other person needs to mute them. No, Jordan, you mute. Wait, how would we just, do this? We can pop headphones out. Okay. Just whoever's ready to guess, tell me. You ready? Uh, yeah. Okay, I'll pop my headphones out. Yeah. 
64 million. I'm going to mute Jordan? you on my keyboard. I don't Jordan? think you have to mute me since you already answered. It can't affect you. I th- <sighs> Man, I can't imagine that this... Full subtitled movies just don't do particularly well most of the time. I'm going to go, I don't know, like 20 mil in the U.S. Hey, your mouth Doge moves has a returned. whole lot to just say words. Just say number. There's a lot of mouth movement. Doge guessed 64 million. Jordan oh. guessed 20 million. In the United States, Train to Busan, with its theatrical release, made $2.1 million. Wow. Dollars. Whoa. $2 million. Yeah. So Doge is <clears throat> hit with the H, with the H. I got a bit of a cheeky H there. H. We might come back to the box office if we get that far. And we'll talk worldwide. But for now, I want to talk about the wider scope of zombie film. Mm. Uh, Several websites have tried to rank the greatest zombie movies of all time. And in Mm -hmm. doing so, they have uh, created exhaustive lists of actual zombie films. Some of these didn't make it Two theaters, but these are some that you could either catch streaming. Uh, Zombie-produced movies. How many zombie films, uh, rough estimate, have been made? I say rough estimate because that's what we have here because there are so many, spoiler alert, that no one has a real exact amount. How many zombie films exist? Wow, what a question. Jordan, you want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. Let's say, I'm just going to get real specific with it. I'm going to say 146. Doge, how many zombie films exist? I'm back. I don't feel the need to mute you since I already gave my answer. Ah, that's a good point. 220. 146 for Jordan, 220 for Doge. This exhaustive list found (laughs) 7,900. Yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess, I guess if, what a stupid answer. I'm only just now making my brain zoom out and be like, of all time, idiot? Of all time, idiot? What are you doing? Yeah. 146? <laughs> oh, stupid man. answer is that? Phenomenal. That Phenomenal. is objectively our um, worst answer so far. <laughs> <laughs> it is fun. It is going to be fun for the people that play at home for too. the kill count. So, yeah. <laughs> so, C for, C for Jordan, CH for Doge. How many minutes? Is Train to Busan. How many minutes is Train to Busan? I'll go. 119. My turn? It's 119 minutes long. That's so funny. Y'all had the same guess. So we're at a wash. Nothing will happen here. It was 118. Ah! 118. Nobody loses a point. We're going back to the box office. How much money did Train to Busan make worldwide? In American, they converted here. Box Office Mojo converted to American dollars. I'm ready. Jordan. I'm muting. I'm going to go 320 million. 224 million. Jordan said 320 million. Doge said 224 million. With this popular as Train to Busan has come, it really gained steam mm. after it already left. As in a locomotive. 92.7 million dollars. That's not crazy. Even 100 that million. Made. That's crazy. Wow. I, I read that it was one of the most popular theatrical releases in Korea. I think what's probably getting us is the American conversion here. Because um, ours is just not worth that much, I guess. Uh, so at Doge, you guessed at 146, right? 
I guessed 226 million. Oh, Jordan guessed 146. I guessed 320, I believe. Oh. oh, I see it now. I see it now. There's a lot of numbers here that are similar. So Jordan gets that. We both have CH. We got a C. I mean, he's got an For H. our game, our chew game of the train to Busan. Uh, our next question is how many cars are on Ooh. the train, train? Uh, to Busan? 1,001. No, that's not my guess. That was just the answer when you asked us for Snowpiercer. Which the 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 one that we spend most of the time on, or the one with only one car at the very end, the train to Busan. I'll go first. Does he? I'll go does first. He trick us. I'll go first. Okay, go. Uh, one, because only one train actually makes it to Busan. I think it's a trick question. The answer is zero because there are no cars, only an engine. You went two, two on the tricky side. It definitely was just one, one train engine. Still a train car, baby. It's not a one car. train car. It's the engine car. It's the engine car. <laughs> it's not a car. It's not a car. It's, it's the engine the go, car. It's the go one. It's the go <laughs> oh, one. It doesn't count gosh. as a car. Uh, for anyone who thinks they might be more train experts than we are, let us know. I on dare Instagram you. I dare if, you to message us if Doge has ooh, been slighted. Ooh, I could let not us know. Care less if Doge <laughs> has been slighted. We're going to talk credits here specifically, and credits for our Gilgamesh boy, Madong Suk. How many acting credits does he have on IMDb? Ew. I'll go okay. 34. Mm, 48. The answer and the winner of the Train to Busan round of Chu. 57 acting credits. He has four upcoming projects. Good for him, man. One called The Gangster, The Cop, and The Devil. One called The Club. And one called The Roundup. I really like The Gangster, The Cop, and The Devil. Mm-hmm. It's a good title. We're going to rate this movie using the scientific cinema scale, which is perfect. And, of course, as follows, the best thing we could ever say about a movie is, own it, don't land it, buy, buy that, that poster. poster. The next best thing we can say is buy it, followed by rent it, and then stream it. And after that is forget it. And last, but certainly least, the worst thing we could ever say about a movie. God hath forsaken us. Buy it. I'll buy it. It's very fun. I would love to own it and be able to watch it whenever I want. Yeah, I buy it too. I think a good zombie movie, like this is one of the more dramatic zombie movies I've seen, yeah. but there is still a much of, uh, a good amount of that action that you get to do that again. You get to be pumped again. There's so There are so many things like you were alluding to, Jordan, of the just stand up and just get ready, gear up, yeah. For really, really intense moments throughout this movie, I loved it. Yeah, I, I buy it as well. Um, I mean, what else? What else is there to say about Train to Busan? It's it's interesting. It's fresh, a fresh take on something that's been done a hundred times. It's awesome. Was the homeless man the guy who driving the pigs? The guy at the beginning of the movie driving the pigs. The first. Well, he guy. kept saying like going. Oh to the no, pigs. I think that the guy, guy who hits hair. the deer. No. I don't think he had okay. long hair. This all takes place on the same day. So I don't think he... Oh, it is all the same day. Okay. Yeah. Or the next day, maybe. Like The next day, I think. Do you know there's a sequel to Train to Busan? I did. Uh-huh. It's not, it is not well-received at all. I'm choosing yeah. not to watch it at all. I'm cho- choosing. Not nice. Well, that does it for Train to Busan. Next week, we're talking about Bullet Train as we continue our Choo Choo Chunks series to end... Today's episode, I'd like for us to each say our name and what role we would play 
not in the movie, but like an active role in a zombie situation on a train like this. Mm. For Two Chunks and a Hunk, my name is Jordan Wonders. And I think I would land somewhere between um, rally leader. We're down and out. We're not doing great. We're a little sweaty and tired. I'm going to rally the troops and also maybe eventual meat shield. I think that's sort of my, I I think that's sort of my role that I would slot into. I see that. Depending on your outfit, you could be a meek cute. I would love that. Yeah. I'd have to ask Callie if that's okay. <laughs> yeah, sure. Well, she's already zombified at this point. Oh, I'm long oh. gone. If she's gone, I'm long gone. <laughs> I'm Doge and probably like the hero that saves everybody's life. Okay. I don't know. That just seems no like- No, probably about it. That's you, man, in a nutshell. Yeah, probably like the guy who's brave and strong. Yeah. I think you, know. you get bit in the middle of explaining something to someone. <laughs> yeah, probably. I think oh, I think you're man. like, if we take our knowledge that we know from every zombie film ever made, I think we can piece together. Ah! And then you're just out. You're gone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Carter. And I think I'm the, uh, I probably identify roles. I, I would imagine that I, for what little time I've had in the train cars, I'm like, you should do this. You should mm-hmm. do that. You come with me. We should be over here. Um, maybe have a cheeky line or two every now and then that is like zombie-themed joke. I'm not going to be the last person to die. Hey, why don't you shamble I'll be, over here? I'm not a survivor. I'm not a survivor. Yeah. I'm one of the last. Can I, yeah. can I tell you what I see so clearly as your role? I can see the scene huh. unfold in my brain. Am I the anti- am I the antagonist? No, 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 no. You are. <laughs> you're the guy with everybody like, else. Like, Poor people. You're zombie food now. Everybody else is like <laughs> freaking out and grabbing stuff, but it's the com- it's the come down. You've all escaped to the next car over. You've locked it, and there's a conversation happening behind you, but you're just sitting and staring and sort of mumbling to yourself, and everybody's just ignoring you until finally somebody comes over and goes, "What are you doing?" And you're the guy who's like, "Every time we pass through a tunnel, all of them stop moving." <laughs> It's got to mean something, right? And then you're the guy that like sparks the plan to come up, I feel like. That you'd be sitting there Love and you'd that. be like, look, 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 look. We're about to go through another tunnel. Watch them. Watch them. They stop moving. <laughs> hey, I love that you gave Carter such a cool and active heroic role. And then when you described what I would do, I was like, well, according to my calculations, these zombies were actually dead. Hey, man, if the pocket protector fits... For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Yeah. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.